Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Friday, September the 15th, 2023. It is currently 9.48 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Well, I was downstairs and I was preparing to do something completely different with the rest of my Friday evening. I had some other plans, some other ideas, and all of a sudden I see a news article pop up and I'm like, well, change of plans. Let's get upstairs. Let's turn on the light in the studio. Let's turn on the computer, the microphone. Let's start working because first I had to spend about... 35 minutes searching out audio files. Then those audio files, they were recorded at a level that was so low that there was no way we could use them. So then I had to artificially amplify each file, then resave them, then re-upload them. So once all of that was ready to go, then I thought, okay, okay, we can do this. We can do this. We can, we can hopefully produce something that will be beneficial. Now, it's going to be a little bit controversial because we're going to be asking kind of a question. All right, we're going to be asking a question. And I know, especially we broadcast on one platform where this institution broadcast as well. So this could be a little controversial, but I just want you to know what's out there. So my job is to say, hey, ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, this is out there. It's getting attention. Um, um, there's a news article about it. The podcast that we're going to be talking about, I think, already has over 20,000 downloads. Now, that's a relatively small number, but uh, it, it, it could show that it could become bigger, especially, and well, yeah, there's a lot of different ways this could go. But here's the question we're going to put forth this evening. Is Bob Jones University a cult? Is Bob Jones University a cult? Now, again, we broadcast at least on one platform where Bob Jones University also broadcast. They also broadcast. So, but I'm not, I'm not claiming they are a cult. I'm claiming that that's the question that's being put forth on, uh, well, news article, this uh, podcast we're going to be talking about is Bob Jones University a cult? Now, people have some strong opinions about Bob Jones University, so we're going to try to find out what's going on. We're going to just, I don't know how long this is going to take, but let me just try to uh, give you kind of an outline and how we're going to be moving forward here. First, we're going to introduce this by looking at a news article that was published on September the 12th, 2023 at 6.40 p.m. All right, September the 12th, 2023. 6.40 p.m., a news article was written, and well, we'll talk about the headline and everything else. All right, we'll talk about the headline. So we're going to start with a news article. Then from the news article, we're going to be listening to some audio from a podcast that seems to be putting forth a very dogmatic claim that Bob Jones University is a cult. And this podcast that we're going to be looking at, again, I I think it's already in the top 2% of all podcasts. We're in the top 5%. And I've been doing this for years. They, they started in like the summer of 2023. 
I think in August of 2023, it's September. They're already in the top 2% of podcasts in the United States. I want you to understand how it took me years to get to the top 5%. They did it in literally less than a month. They did it. So that already tells you that it's gaining a little bit of steam. I, I, I think, and I, and we could dig into the numbers a little bit more, but I would say that uh, people are listening. So what we're going to do is we're going to be reviewing some audio. Now, the audio we're going to be reviewing is all of their promotional material. They did two trailers. They did an introduction. They did an episode where they were going to list all of the episodes that they're going to put out. Then I think we have... um I think we have like a, the, a, a part of one of their episodes. So we're going to be reviewing a lot of the introductory promotional material and we're just going to work through it. Now, my setup is not, you know, it's really designed to review one, like play my intro and review one piece of audio, not like go change file to file to file to file to file. So if we run into any technical difficulties, please be patient and Hopefully everything will go well, but we're going to, uh, we're going to give this a shot again. I was, I have not even listened to all of the promotional material yet. Remember, I love, 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 love. You remember the one way, one of the things that make this podcast very unique is a lot of times very impromptu. I just go live and say, Hey, I just discovered this. Let's explore it together. And I'm literally giving you the information in real time and I'm hearing it for the first time as you hear it. So I like that. I mean, but it, it leaves me with, with no safety net. So at some point I may jump in going, wait, what in the world and critique it or analyze it. And they may turn around and say something that takes it in a different direction than I thought it was going. But when it's all said and done, hopefully we have a good idea. You need to look, if you're a supporter of Bob Jones University, if you like the university, if you like the content, if you, if you think that men who graduate from that school are the people you should hire as pastors for your church, well, then obviously you're going to be bothered by this and you're going to want to, you may want to know that it's out there. If you're not a fan of Bob Jones University, you may listen to this going, see, see, I just think what we need to do is try to figure out what the truth is and, and try to be fair. But I just want you to know this is out there. I, I, I you know, and there's, there's, these are, yeah, you, you can draw your own conclusion about it, but here we go. We're going to try to find out so that you know what is going on. And, uh, well, we can, we can make our own, oh, may, who knows? I don't, I can't really tell you what my, what I'm going to say before this is over. What I, what I'm going to say before it is over is probably like, uh, who knows? I don't, I mean, I don't know because I don't know where this is going. I can say this. I'm not a fan necessarily. At least this is my, now they may explain this. They may explain this, but let me say this. I would much prefer. If you have some issue with Bob Jones, you've spoken to them face-to-face and privately in some kind of communication and work it out. And if that did not work, then you have to ask yourself, okay, am I going live because they wouldn't? Am I, am I taking this public because they wouldn't listen to me? Or am I taking, like, what, what am I hoping to gain here? Maybe they'll give some explanation why they're turning this into a podcast. Some people may be critical of that. I think it's a good question to raise. Why are you turning it into a podcast? Was there another way to resolve this? Or are you calling them a cult because they just basically refuse to listen to you? So I, 
I don't know. We're, get, we're getting ready to find out. So are you ready? Let's start with the news article. Again, this news article was published. This news article was published September the 12th, 2023 at 6.40 p.m. Central Time. Here was the headline. In new Bob Jones University podcast, former student and faculty blast the insular culture. Now, they don't call it a cult in the headline. They don't even make it a reference to it as a cult. I'll show you where that is coming from. But please note, there's this new podcast that's obviously it involves former students and faculty. Former students and faculty. Now, it says even when Steve... Uh, Pettit, P-E-T-T-I-T, even when Steve Pettit resigned as president of Bob Jones University in April um, after citing a dysfunctional board, he had only glowing things to say about the historically fundamentalist South Carolina school. There's no question to me that God brought Bob Jones into existence and it's his school and God's going to accomplish his will through it, uh, Pettit told a Greenville, South Carolina news outlet in June. I think the future of the school is bright, but some former faculty students have a less flattering perspective to share. There's the student who said she was interrogated and disciplined after her boyfriend gave her a side hug. Now, let me stop right here. Let me stop right here. Now, I'm going to try to play devil's advocate in a sense. I'm going to try to be, I'm going to question everything that I hear and try to offer a balanced perspective as much as I'm, I'm possible. Now, when you try that, you're going to get shot at from both sides. And so I'm going to tick off everyone. I'm going to tick off the pro uh, Bob Jones crowd and the anti Bob Jones crowd. But let me say this about all fundamentalist schools, whether it's Pensacola, Hiles Anderson, you just, you name the fundamentalist school, right? That's very much associ associated maybe with the fundamental Baptist movement, those very, 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 very conservative schools, those fundamentalist schools, those schools are known. I mean, this is just, this is just a fact. They are known for very strict rules. What you wear, what you do, how you court, how, I mean, like you get more courtship than dating, being chaperoned and, and physical touch and what you can listen to. I mean, there are countless, countless, countless rules. So if you go to that school, you're going understanding these rules and by attending, you're acknowledging not only that you know the rules exist, you're, you're in a roundabout way, you're acknowledging that you're willing to submit to said rule. Now, if you don't like those rules and you're not willing to submit, don't go. Now, some young people will say, but wait a minute, wait a minute. My parents basically made me go. Well, if your parents are making you go, you may want to consider at that point, what's your options? Now, I look, I can understand being 18 and your parents are basically like, look, you go here. If you don't go to this school, we don't help you. We don't, you know, because some, I hate to say it, some Christian parents, parents in general sometimes can be very, 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 very controlling even after the child reaches 18. Oh, you want our support? You want to, you want your school paid for? You will go to this school and you will follow those rules because we're not going to support you going to some ungodly college. And then the kid's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Do I throw away a college education 
or do I go and get my college education paid even though I don't want to go to this school? Now, the problem is parents who do that, actually, it's not fair to the university because the university is supposed to be this Christian college educating the future Christian leaders who you th- who they think that those students are ready to follow those rules. And if the student's not, why would the Christian parent force their kids there? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that in any way, shape or form. So, but I just know that not typically these rules are very well known. And so if you got discipline for side hugging your boyfriend, now, if it's a rule that there is no side hugging, if there's no physical contact and you broke those rules, well, then what were the, was the punishment? Was the punishment uh, um, what that breaking of that rule calls for? That's that's the question I would be asking here. All right. So there's a student who says she was interrogated and disciplined after her boyfriend gave her a side hug. Again, I don't know. We we could look up the student book of con uh, the student uh, conduct handbook. Uh, I'm 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 sure we could find it. I'm sure we could find it. The student handbook uh, where it outlines the conduct of the student. I'm I'm sure we could find it. Maybe it's something that we could look at. And if it's clearly outlined, then I mean, you can't really get mad, can you? All right. Next, there's the faculty member who claimed she was given an ultimatum uh, and eventually resigned after refusing to let teachers at the school sponsored days uh, daycare spank her two year old. Okay, now, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you do with that. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like we again. We'd have to hear the other side of the story. Uh, there's the student who reported hiding in his closet on Sunday mornings to avoid being punished for skipping church. Now, again, here would be the question. You go to Bob Jones University. Is it a rule that you will attend worship services? If it's a rule that you are to attend worship services, and if they say you will be punished for skipping, then you either have to go or withdraw from the school. I mean, I like the rules, but if there are rules and you're going there, you have to follow the rules. I, I, like I, I, you, we could talk about whether these rules are sane, whether they're right. But I'm just saying if the rules are you will go to church unless you're sick or dying, well, then you go. So don't hide in the closet. Go. Or withdraw. I mean, I think that I think those are your only options. Next. Now, this one. Um Yeah, now this one's a little disturbing. This one's a little disturbing. And there's the student who, after coming forward with allegations of being repeatedly assaulted by a graduate student at the school, said she was questioned by administration about what she had been wearing at the time. Now, I hope that one is not true. I hope that I hope that is just not true, because that would be horrifying. That would be horrible. She could be walking around campus without any clothes. That does not give a man any right to touch her in any way, shape, or form. So you put the responsibility on the one doing the assaulting. So I don't know what happened there. Obviously, there's two sides to the story because none of these none of these accounts do they give us any background or any information. Then it goes on to say a new podcast based on 19 interviews. Here's the name of the podcast. Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian cult. They do not put a question mark at that. And and you'll see in my title, I added a question mark because I'm not making an accusation. I'm not making a claim. What I am reporting to you is that this podcast is out there, whether we like it or not. It's 
and the top 2% of all podcasts. So that can't be ignored. There's an, a, 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 a Christian site promoting this. And when is it, how long is it going to be before other sites pick up on it? So there's no way to, like, it's not like I'm breaking the news. It's not like I'm doing an expose. No, I'm just telling you this information is out there. It's already spreading. Thousands of people are already listening. If you don't know about it, you need to know about it. You may want to consider what's being said, and then you can draw your own conclusions. Okay, so here we go. A new podcast based on 19 interviews. Now, here's the name of it. Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian cult. I found it on the Apple Podcasting app. You can find it also on Spotify. I'm sure it's on all the other podcasting apps. Um, The cover is Surviving BJU, a Christian cult. Then it shows kind of a, a gate, like a fence, and it looks like a foggy like fog in the background. Um, it's it's pretty cool cover, I think, a pretty cool, uh, I think, artwork. Uh, but it says, because um, the gate idea kind of gives like like a gated off community that's covered in the fog. Like it's what's happening in there is in secret, I guess. Maybe that's kind of the the interpretation. Maybe I'm I'm trying to interpret the artwork. You can look at it for yourself. Again, it's called Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian cult. And it aims to bring these and other stories to light, showing how alleged patterns of conformity, isolation, information control, and surveillance, surveillance, and pacted members of the Bob Jones ecosystem, or ecosystem, I should say, almost like an echo chamber, but the ecosystem. All right, so here we go. Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian cult. This podcast aims to bring these and other stories to light. Showing how alleged patterns of conformity. Now, let's stop right there. If you've ever, I mean, once again, I just have to keep saying this. Bob Jones University in any school that's quote unquote a fundamentalist school that's conservative, they almost demand conformity. You are conformed or you are, you will be conformed or you will be cast out. They demand it. You have to, again, look at the student handbook. Look at the rules of conduct, the code of conduct. Um, So it says... Um, how alleged patterns of conformity, isolation, again, the independent fundamental Baptist world almost calls for isolation. You listen to this. You don't read this. You don't go here. You don't do that. You don't do this. You don't, and kind of don't read those books. Except don't listen to those podcasts. Information control, again, very simple. Surveillance, surveillance. In other words, people you know, watching you, looking at you, maybe you're being monitored. Um, impacted members of the Bob Jones ecosystem. Now it says found, a little bit more information, found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The series has already gained over 20,000 listens. Though the word, though, though the use of the word cult is provocative and many religious scholars argue against using the word at all, Andrew Pledger, uh, and for a former Bob Jones student and the host of the podcast contends that the university known for banning interracial dating into the 21st century has long been steeped in controversy. The university did not respond to request for comment. Now, I do know they used to ban interracial dating. I do know that because in the 1990s, 
someone wanted me to write a like a letter of recommendation to Bob Jones University recommending them to be a student for their application. I think me I think I think me and my wife, I can't I can't remember, maybe it was the church. I can't remember exactly how it all went down, but I remember us writing Bob Jones University saying, you know, before we even recommend a student, did y'all one, did y'all really do that? Because at this time we did not know. And two, have you stopped doing that? And we still felt that it was messed up that they did it and it had gone so far into time that they were banning literally interracial dating. I'm like, how insane is that? But we we went ahead and wrote the recommendation, not because it wasn't anyone related to us, just someone in the church, and we didn't want to like try to make a point, but they they went off to Bob Jones University. Now, here is the key part of this, all right? Here's what I want to really read. All right. And I'm sorry if I messed up any words there. Surveillance. I don't know why I'm having problems with that word. But here we go. Here's the part I really want to get to. All right. You ready? I know I want to get to the audio. I know I want to get to the audio. But here's the part. I, I just had a feeling. had a feeling this was here. I had a feeling. I wasn't positive, but I just there was something that told me that there's more to this story. Right. Hey, here's here's someone who's obviously upset with Bob Jones University. He found former students and faculty members who seem to have an axe to grind. Clearly, at least some of this seems to be that they're complaining about the rules that they had to know about before they even ever entered or walked onto the campus, because I'm sure they had the, the code of conduct and the student handbook. I'm, I'm, I'm positive they did. But here is where we're really going to get the other side of the story. Here's where we really... I, you, you can draw your own conclusions here, but this is going to raise some serious questions, all right? And I know my take here is going to be very, very controversial, but we have to listen to this. So here we go. Here is the paragraph. As a closeted gay student, Pledger was wary when he arrived at Bob Jones' pointed iron gates in 2018. I have questions. I have serious questions. Okay. I'm assuming you were raised in in probably an independent fundamental Baptist church family, an an independent Baptist family. So you were closeted in your homosexuality, probably because of fear or shame from the family and church. But why would you agree then to go to Bob Jones University? Was it because you were trapped? You had no choice? Did the family force you? Now, let me say this. And and first, I got to say this to Christian parents. I got to say this to Christian parents. Forcing your child, forcing your child or imposing some kind of pressure for your child to go to some conservative Christian college because you're supposedly, quote unquote, trying to protect them from the evil world, trying to trying to make sure that they're they're not going to get in any trouble. If the kid doesn't want to go and they're now an adult, don't make them. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to the school. The school is a Christian university there to try to train Christian leaders of, of, of the future. 
then why would you be trying to force them there? Because you're going to, I'm going to keep the world away from them. Look, at some point, now they're old, they're 18. It's time for them to make a determination. Do they want a Christian education or do they not? Do they want to go to a liberal arts school? Do they want to go to, do they want to go to a secular school? It's up to them. Don't control and force them. Now, I don't know how he ends up here, but he has to know. If you're going to Bob Jones University, let me make it very clear. They're going to be and they're going to preach and they're going to teach against homosexuality. If you go to Pensacola, if you go to Hiles Anderson, we can name school after school after school. They're going to preach against it. That's just a fact. All right. You have to know that. Now, let's see what he says here. As a closeted gay student, Pledger was wary when he arrived at Bob Jones pointed iron gates in 2018. And maybe it's those iron gates that they're showing the picture of and the artwork is what I'm assuming. But as a child of the independent fundamental Baptist church where women wore skirts, the end times were looming threat and students learned that evolution was a myth. His parents would only help pay for college that aligned with their values. I had to, I knew, see, I knew, I knew it. The parents are like, hey, you want to go to school? We will only pay if you go to this school. Now, you could argue, hey, well, then guess what? I guess I'm not going to college. But why would you want to throw away a college education? I know. Like, I don't know what you do there. I don't know why parents do that nonsense. They're a young adult. You've raised them. You've taught them everything you wanted them to know about Christianity. Now they're on their, if they want a college education and you're willing to pay for it, pay for it no matter where, what school it goes to. So that's where I would disagree with the Christian parents. That's just ridiculous. They want an education. You've done, you've done all your part. Now it's time for them. Now you, you still love your child, right? You still want what's best for your child. Well, a college education, you may think that, well, that school's going to teach them values that you disagree with. Well, you know what? You've already taught them your values. You had your chance. It's over. They're now a young adult. What you want them to do is hopefully have a college education that will give them hopefully greater opportunities and advantages and looking for future employment so that they can have a successful life. Even if that means apart from Christianity. Now, here we go. Oh, look what we're going to find here. Here we go. While pleasure was no stranger to rules, he quickly realized the Bob Jones handbook goes beyond the bans on alcohol and normal, normal tool, normal, not if I can read this correctly. So uh, when pleasure was, was no stranger to rules, he quickly realized the Bob Jones handbook goes beyond bans on alcohol and non-marital sex typical at other Christian universities. According to the 2023-2024 student handbook, remember I told you that I guarantee you these things are in the student handbook. Remember I, t- I said that? Well, look what we find here. Here we go. Number one, students are barred from any physical contact between unmarried men and women. Those side hugs are permitted for photographs. Okay, so then a side hug is permitted. So the person who say they got in trouble for a side hug, well, then they weren't violating the rules. So then that's ridiculous. Okay, but you're barred from any physical contact only for a side hug for a photograph. Okay, students are instructed to avoid rock, pop, jazz, Country rap music, which are the markers of our current corrupt culture. So you can't listen to music. Now, guess what? If you don't like those rules, you can't go to that school. You just can't. You may think the rules are ridiculous. You may think that's insanity. 
Now, but again, why would, and if you're, look, if you're a Christian parent, you don't force your child there because you're like, I don't want them listening to rock and roll. And now that they're 18, they're not going to listen to jazz. Oh no, not the evil jazz. We got to keep them from Miles Davis and we got to keep, okay, oh, okay, now I'm, okay, I'm going to go on a whole music rant here. Okay. But, but I, I, I digress. I digress. I digress. I digress. The point is they're 18 now. Hey. If, the, if your child comes to you and go, you know what? I want to go to a conservative Christian school because I want to pursue ministry and a degree in Bible. And I want to be in a campus that is on fire for God. And I want to maintain these Christian standards. Then you know what? You give them the money, you pack them up and you drive them there. But if your child is kind of like, ah, uh, you can clearly tell by 18, you should have a pretty good idea. The child is, I don't really want to do any of this. Well, then why would you force it upon them? You, you, in fact, it may even be in your best interest to say, mm, I don't, I don't think that's for you. I don't think that's the place for you. Oh, there's more, there's more rules here. So you're barred from any physical contact, but side hug between unmarried men and women. Those side hugs are permitted for photographs. No, no rock, no pop, no jazz, no country, no rap. Dance with expressions of worldliness or sexually provocative nature is prohibited. So you cannot dance with an expression of worldliness. I don't know what a worldly expression in dance is, but okay, you can't do that. Students are not permitted to view movies with higher than a PG rating. <laughs> that one makes me laugh. Um, and the only reason it makes me laugh, uh, go find, was it the first movie? Was it the first airplane? Hang on. I believe it was the first airplane movie in the 1970s airplane airplane a 1980 film 1980 and i believe do we have the rating for it it's made in 1980 hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on let me see if i can find it here 1980 um hang on let me let me make sure i could be wrong Thank God. Okay, hang on. Um, airplane. Hang on, hang on. Um, yeah, the movie was rated PG. The movie was rated PG. And guess what the movie has? <laughs> it, it has full... <laughs> It has a uh, full nu- uh, f- uh, full frontal nudity. Okay, the movie Airplane, made in 1980, has frontal nudity of a woman, and the sexual content and explicit sexual jokes and references and double, you know, double meaning ideas going on is it's 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 all over the movie. But it's rated PG. I used to always crack when Christians like, I will not watch a movie that's rated over PG. And I'm like, and PG movies are supposedly good just because they have the letters P and G. All right, like, what, what does that mean? Okay, but all right. So there's there's just that always makes me laugh. All right, so. Students are not permitted to view movies with higher than a PG rating. Students must wear conservative business casual attire to class. Student rooms, students rooms are checked three times a week. BJU reserves the right to monitor all network activity on student computers. Students are expected to attend church approved by the school and record their weekly church attendance online. See the student that was hiding. You're going to Bob Jones. You have to go to church and you can only go to the churches they approve of. 
And same-sex dating or advocating for such dating is banned. So no same-sex uh, dating can happen, all right? Now, uh, Pledger found these rules stifling. Well, I, I, I'm assuming, assuming you probably did. I'm assuming you did, but see, he, he goes because, well, what, what other choice does he have, supposedly, right? How do, you, how do you navigate that? So I knew there was more to this story. I knew, I knew there was more to this story. So he wants to refer to Bob Jones University being a cult. Now you can look at some of those rules and going, that's kind of crazy and controlling for young adults. I mean, they're not, I mean, you're, you're, you're not got eight year olds there. You've got adults. At some point, you got to let the kid, the, the young people be adults. They got to live out their faith. Good, bad, ugly. Failure, you, you got, you just have to. But you, we could have a debate all day about those rules. We could. And, and maybe we'll do a podcast about those rules and pull out the entire handbook and look at it. But I knew the handbook would have these rules. I knew it. So immediately I knew there was more to this story. But the podcast is out there. So we're going to just explore quickly all of the promotional material for it. All the promotional material. And the first thing up is we have the trailer. We have the trailer. This is the first trailer that was released let me make sure I've got the amplified version. Yes, this is the amplified version. Uh, because all of these were recorded at a low, 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 low volume. Have no idea why, but a low volume. But even though you could say the audio quality is not the best, they're doing something right because they're in the top 2% of all podcasts. So here we go. Here is the first trailer. Now, in every audio I'm going to play for you, let me just get this out of the way. They do that thing that I do sometimes in my podcast. I don't do it a lot. And I know some of you probably even get tired as much as I do it, but they do it in every single episode. It is, please go to Spotify, go to the Apple podcasting app, and please give us a five-star review and a five-star rating because that's the only way people are going to discover us. Okay. I, look, I try not to bother you with that every single time I come on the air, but I cannot express to you like... Financial support, yeah, that's amazing. But it's also very, 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 very helpful when people are giving us those five-star reviews because that's how people find us. There are millions of podcasts. You are, you are a little speck of sand in an ocean, right? And you, you're gone. And unless people help you by word of mouth and sharing and writing those reviews and five stars. So they ask for it in every single episode and every, whether it's a, even for the trailer, <laughs> they have, the trailer's only like a minute long. They still take time at the beginning to say, please give us a five star. The podcast wasn't even out yet. And they're already asking for five star ratings, even before they released their first episode. They were already asking for five, like nobody had even heard the podcast and they still want a five-star rating. It, it makes me laugh. But I, just because I know from a podcasting perspective, you got to plead and beg with people. You got to beg and beg and beg. And it's embarrassing how much we have to beg to say, help us out, please, please help us out. But yeah, so they're going to start doing this. So you're going to hear it every single time. And I apologize. The only would was have to go through every audio file and cut, edit, 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 edit. And I didn't want to do that with all of them. So here we go. Here's trailer number one. Andrew Pledger, I believe is how his name is pronounced. If he states it uh, differently, I will apologize. Um, and uh, we'll see where this goes. Here we go. Before we get into this episode, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, 
if you could please leave a five-star rating. This helps other listeners just like you find the show. Thank you. That just makes me laugh because my understanding, the trailer came out before even the first episode was dropped. So how can you have people leave a five-star review if they haven't even heard an episode? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm just saying, I just know what that's like because you're like, man, I'm, I'm doing all of this work on this podcast. I hope someone can discover us. Oh, so I know what it's like, but hey, so, hey, if he can ask, I can ask, please. Hey, hey, give us a five-star rating and a five-star review. We've got like 4,000 episodes you can listen to to make your determination. All right, here we go. My name is Andrew Pledger, and I'm a survivor, activist, and creator who brings awareness to religious trauma, cults, and LGBTQ plus discrimination. I am a survivor of fundamentalist Christianity and a survivor of Bob Jones University. Let me say this. Because many of you will hear someone say, I'm a survivor, and you will mock it. But let me, let me throw this out there. And I know this is going to be controversial. If you grow up in a religion that you don't believe in, that you don't want to be a part of. You have no real faith or you're at least questioning it. Maybe when you're six or seven, you're like, mommy, I believe in Jesus because you're told me to do so. But it's sooner, sooner or later, you kind of realize the kid's not really going this direction. Doesn't want to go this direction. And guess what happens in many religious homes? The kid gets punished for violating well, quote unquote, the family rules for watching the wrong thing, listening to the wrong thing, reading the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, because now the religion becomes the rules of the family. So now you have an unbeliever basically being told to follow biblical law, biblical rules and being punished for their unwillingness to do so. And in many cases, put into a Christian school to keep them away from the world. They are told to conform or be punished. And then and then they get want to go off to college. College, but the parents are like, nope, we're not, you can't go to that college or that college. You can only go to this college. And they're still in those rules. And so they grow up basically being, even though they're not a believer, being forced to live and act as a believer out of, and if you don't, you're going to be punished. You're going to be shamed. You're going to be shunned. It's going to be controversy. I'm sorry. That has got to be somewhat psychologically traumatic. It's got to be. And I know as Christian parents, you know, you think you're doing the right thing. I want to raise them for Jesus. Well, by all means, teach them about Jesus. But at some point, you can't be forcing an unregenerate uh, person to try to live like a Christian and then punish them for doing so. You talk about making someone not like your religion. You talk about making someone not like your Jesus. You will obey or you will be grounded and spanked. Okay, whoa, way to, way to give them the gospel. Now, I understand you're going to have rules in your home. I'm just saying you got to be, you got to figure that out. And there's not an easy path there. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying you got to look at that person. They're a human being. Now, I don't care if you are a Calvinist or if you believe in libertarian free will. If they have free will, then why are you trying to force your will upon their will? And if you if you're a Calvinist, then God has to do the electing. You can't ground them, spank them, force them into it. 
All you can do is raise them teaching them about it, saying this is what Christians believe. This is what the Bible teaches. And then you can try to have rules in your home, but make sure the rules in your home are not imposing Christian morality upon them. Try to find a way to take into account, this kid may not be a Christian. I'm not saying it's simple. And trust me, I made plenty of my own mistakes. So it makes some kids who grow up through it do feel like that they survived it because they were trapped in something they never believed in. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? I, I, I don't know what that's like. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. Some of you were raised in a Christian home. You may go look back and go, that was great. That was wonderful. I loved it. Some of you may look back going, what in the world did I experience? What was that trauma that I went through? This is the trailer for my limited podcast series on BJU. Surviving Bob Jones University of Christian Cults is a thought-provoking podcast series that delves deeply into the history of Bob Jones University, the psychology of fundamentalism, the criteria for cults, and survivors' experiences. BJU is a controversial religious institution, and this podcast sheds light on the experiences of those who have survived this high-control environment. The series features interviews with a diverse group of survivors, including queer people, BIPOC, women, and men who share their unique perspectives on the institution. Through these interviews, listeners gain insight into the strict rules, culture, and leadership of Bob Jones University and how it has impacted the lives of those who attended. The series also examines how the institution's fundamentalist beliefs have contributed to a toxic and damaging environment for many students. Listeners will hear powerful stories of resilience, healing, and growth from survivors who have overcome the trauma and abuse they experience at this Christian college. Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian cult, is a must-listen for anyone interested in understanding the complex and often overlooked ways in which cults can harm vulnerable individuals and communities. The series provides a powerful and eye-opening exploration of one of the most notorious religious institutions in the United States and its impact on survivors from all backgrounds. The podcast shows how fundamentalism is harmful to society and how BJU is a symptom of a much bigger issue that has infiltrated American society. Please subscribe to stay updated on the premiere of this podcast, which is coming in 2023. See, they, they, I guess the first trailer was released even before 2023, and they were already asking for five-star reviews. That's just, that just cracks me up. But there is the trailer. Um, obviously, it's very dramatic. Got the ominous music in the background, right? And obviously, from his perspective, he believes the skull is a cult. The skull is a cult. Now, he says they're going to try to – it makes it sound like he's going to dedicate some time to defining what a cult is. And then who's going to obviously try to take that definition and say that Bob Jones fits that definition? 
Now, sometimes what we have a tendency to do within the evangelical world, within the Christian world, is if we disagree with someone, they're a cult. If we agree with someone, they're not a cult. Like sometimes we base being a cult based on the theology. And well, being a cult is not based on whether you agree with the theology or disagree with the theology. There has to be another criteria. So sometimes what you can say is I agree with the theology, but there's certain aspects of it that's cult-like. Maybe sometimes that's a better way of saying it, but he's going full-blown making the dogmatic assertion and making the accusation. Now, again, remember the news article we read, Bob Jones University was asked to comment and they 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 were not received anything. I'm assuming Bob Jones will be offering up some kind of rebuttal and some kind of response. And if they do, obviously, we will bring that to you. But that's trailer number one. Let's bring up other audio here. I got all kinds of audio here. Uh, let's go to, I think we have trailer number two here. Here's trailer number two. All right, trailer number two for this uh podcast that's out now. You can subscribe to it just so that you know that it's out there. It's already top 2% of all podcasts in the world, right? I looked it up. I'm looked them up on listen notes just to see comparing their, where they're ranking with where we are. Again, and they got there in a relatively quick amount of time. It's called Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian cult. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. Here's trailer number two. Before we get into this episode, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you could please leave a five-star rating. This helps other listeners just like you find the show. Thank you. Okay. Again, it just cracks me up. Even before they had released an episode, this is the second time they're asking for that. But I can't – look – the, the podcast that gets all of the – in fact, I'm going to look really quick. I'm going to look. I wonder how successful their campaign was. I'm going to see how successful their campaign was. How successful was their campaign? Okay, hang on. I'm opening up the Apple Podcasting app. I'm just seeing how, how successful they were. Um, they – oh, they, uh, they received 134 ratings. 134. They have a 4.6 out of 5 stars. 4.6 out of 5 stars. 134 ratings. That blows me out of the water. That dis- I probably don't even have 20. I don't even think I have 20. I just want you to see why podcasters do this. That's how you get your podcast in the top 2% right there. Hang on, let me look here. I'm going to look us up really quick. I'm just going to look us up. I'm going to look us up here. I know we're going to run out of time. Okay, here's our show. Okay, we have 31. We have 31 ratings and we're at a 4.0. He's at a 4.6. We're at a 4.0. He has 31. He has like, we have 31. He has like 130 something. There you go. And he And he started asking before he even released his first episode. And it worked. That constant ask, 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 ask. I don't want to do that, but you see why they do that. I just want you to understand the mindset of a podcaster is you got, you got to do everything you can or, or you, you just die in obscurity. And it's, it's sad that you got to do so much work, but it's, it's a part of it. So here's trailer number two. And I look down and I see she had a knife right at my back. 
And of course, now I'm banging on the door and the RA comes running from the computer in the hallway and opens the door. And I sprinted three stairs at a time up to my room. Yeah, the culture at Bob Jones University is very much like other religious institutions. They created a shame structure. These structures are intended to keep people within the boundaries of what the group of the cult wants them to be in. I was followed a lot my freshman year, second semester, because I got what was called social. The RA, the resident assistant on my hall, would follow me around from classes. Being able to say that's Satan, being able to say something's controlling you in a negative way so that you have to then dismiss those drives and you have to dismiss your anger and the resentment, etc., is um, it's like tying someone's hand behind their back because you're not teaching people how to address it. Surviving Bob Jones University of Christian Cults is a thought-provoking podcast series that delves deeply into the history of Bob Jones University, the psychology of fundamentalism, the criteria for cults, and survivors' experiences. The series is premiering August 23rd, 2023. Please spread the word and leave a positive review to help other listeners like you find the show. There's trailer number two. Now, this one's more dramatic. Someone had a knife at their back and they sprinted and and then you got shame structure and you got, I mean, and they got the ominous music. You can see they, I mean, they went in here, whether, whether you agree or disagree, I'm just telling you, you can see where it's going to get some attention, ladies and gentlemen. And they, it, it premiered on August the 23rd. We're on September the 15th. They've already got 134 ratings on the Apple podcast or at a 4.6 of five uh, out of five star ratings. And they're already in the top 2% of all podcasts. They've done everything the way you're supposed to do it to get noticed. And now there's a news article about them. And I haven't even done even more research to see if there's more. All right. Now, I think I, I, I'm, we're at 50 minutes. Let's see if we can uh, grab some more audio here. What else do we have here? We have um, – what else do we have? Let's go to – they have an introduction here. Uh, they have an intro. See, they have a. Let me see here. They got a list. Let's do the intro. Uh, the intro. I think um, I don't know how they introduce this. This is only about six minutes long. Let's see if we get kind of an introduction and see what else we can find out. The key, what I'm trying to do is get you to go listen to the podcast is what I'm trying to do. I want you to know that it's out there. And again, if you are pro BJU, well, then you need to know this is out there, right? Because that's going to be making you, know, you may want to take a stand against it. You want to maybe be able to offer a rebuttal and, and you may be want to be able to do that. And if you're against it, then obviously just be careful not to just run and grab every accusation as being true because we want to figure out the truth. All right, here we go. Before we get into this episode, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you could please leave a five-star rating. This helps other listeners just like you find the show. Thank you. I'm your host, Andrew Pledger, and this is Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian Cult 
I grew up in fundamentalist Christianity, specifically the independent fundamental Baptist cults. I was homeschooled my entire life to be indoctrinated into this environment. I was subjected to psychological, spiritual, and emotional abuse. I experienced religious trauma from abusive theology on hell, the end times, purity culture, sexuality, and human nature. As a queer person, I experienced so much trauma from their hateful and violent speech towards the LGBTQ plus community. I also experienced so much harm from authoritarian parents. Fundamentalist Christianity was my whole world, and I ended up at Bob Jones University. Now, again, I, I, I can hear some of you saying, oh, give me a break. How did, how did the subject of end times and hell and purity culture hurt you? What's your problem? Just, again, I just want you to, I can't, I try to put myself into the minds of another person. I, like, I wasn't raised like this, right? I wasn't raised in a Christian home in any way, shape, or form, right? It was, it was a free-for-all, right? So I wasn't. I came into Christianity as a teenager, right? So I, I don't know what it's like to, but I have witnessed kids raised in a Christian home where the parents are like, you know, you will act like a Christian. You will be basically, you know, and rules and, and force it and force it and force it. And it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? The kid, if the kid's not saved, you can't make them be one. Why would you want to do that? And it does come across. I can't imagine sitting there. Week after week after week after week. If you don't believe this, don't believe this. You're going to burn for eternity. If you don't do this, God's going to strike you down. If you don't do this, you know, the end is coming and Christ is going to come back and slaughter everyone. I can understand. You don't believe any of that. And you've got to hear it week after week after week after week after week. And these rules are being imposed upon you. And it's basically being forced upon you. When you finally come out of it, you're probably going to have a little bit of resentment. So I at least try to understand that. I do try to understand that. Now, some of the accusations there, I don't know how accurate they are, right? Because we're not hearing the other side. I don't, how, you know, in what ways? Were the parents very forceful or were they not? Did they show great love and support? And I don't know because we're only getting one side of the story. But his side of the story now, here's what's going to happen. Because he's LGBTQ, because he's homosexual, many people on the conservative side will dismiss him, treat him as less than human, and will not listen to his pain and his trauma or his concerns. And that's not fair. On the other side, those who are already you know, very sympathetic to the LGBTQ cause or homosexual, they will just immediately listen to all of us going, Christianity is evil. Christianity is abusive. Christianity is bad. And never bother to go, well, wait a minute. What's the other side of this story? Like, I would like to hear how Christians understand this. There's two sides. That's all I'm trying to articulate. There are two sides. And sometimes that gets overlooked. But there's a human being here who clearly feels pain and trauma. We have to hear the pain and trauma, no matter how uncomfortable it makes us. That's why I want you to go listen to it, just to hear their perspective, because they have a right to be heard. They're a human being. We don't, we don't dismiss another human being simply because we disagree. And I was there for three and a half years 
from 2018 to 2021. While at Bob Jones, I struggled with my mental health from religious trauma, sexual repression, and minority stress. I was driven to the point of nearly taking my own life. And I can't imagine. I mean, I, can't, I literally can't imagine being in an institution with all of these rules and all of this structure and all of these do's and don'ts. And literally, you don't believe any of it. Literally, you don't want to be there. Like, I, I, I can't imagine that. Now, you could say, well, again, he should have just left. Well, I'm probably I, I, I can understand that. But at the same time, if his parents are like, you go here or we don't pay for your college. Do you want to throw away all of that college? Do you want to throw away all of that educational opportunity? Like there's I don't know what his financial situation was. Sometimes you don't have a lot of options. So I, I, I will at least take that into consideration. Because of the traumas that I've experienced in this system of control, I knew I could not get the help I needed in this environment. So I searched outside the group. I was able to connect with people on the outside who would eventually get me out of this cult. At Bob Jones, I was tired of being silenced and forced to conform to an abusive system of control. I was sick of sitting and watching myself and others suffer in silence. To the higher authorities at RAM BJU, none of us mattered. They don't care about the many complaints of women being emotionally and verbally abused by the Dean of Women. They don't care about the spiritually and emotionally abusive biblical counseling practices. They don't care about so many women who have come forward about their sexual abuse. They don't care about the harm they have caused to queer students because of their abusive and exclusive theology and counseling practices. And I just, look, I don't know how many students have gone to Bob Jones who now identify as being homosexual. I don't know the number. I don't know the number. But once again, it just shows you plenty of kids who are homeschooled, raised in church, who are homosexual. You can keep them away, quote unquote, from all the, you know, I'm going to keep them away from the homosexual world. I'm going to keep it away from them. I'm going to I'm going to put them in church. It's, see, things, human sexuality is not so simple as that. Right. It's, it's obviously it's more complex than that. But sometimes we don't want to admit that we don't want to ever admit that someone could be sitting in church struggling. We don't. And they can't admit that because we're like, oh. And then we would all, you know, everybody would gasp and move away and be like, oh, leprosy, unclean, unclean. And saying, okay, man, I don't, I don't understand that struggle. I got my own struggles. I got my own sin. Okay. I got my own. Now it's what, and some people say, well, that's, that's not compromise. That's saying, hey, it's a sin, just like my sin is. Heterosexuality is a, heterosexuality can be expressed in all kinds of sinful ways. Same sex, it obviously, can is uh, sinful. So in other words, there's all kinds, and forget just sexual sins, there are all kinds of other sins. But being willing to acknowledge that, hey, even kids raised in Christian homes who are homeschooled 
kept away from the evil bad world. They they never heard an Elton John song. Okay, they 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 never they they never watched anything. They never watched anything that was pro homosexual. They never been to a drag show. It, it it doesn't work that way. So, I think it has to be taken into consideration. Now. He's making lots of lots of accusations here. Now, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how this is going to work, but I do know this. This gains more traction. Big media grabs onto it. Big media grabs onto it. This becomes a little podcast that most of you have never heard of to now international news then becomes a big scandal. And then lots of pressure gets put on Bob Jones University. So they will have to offer a response. Hopefully they will offer a response much sooner rather than later because because I have a feeling this could be the very kind of story you just got to get into the hands of the right people. And next thing you know, boom, it's everywhere. They don't care about any of the abuse or harm they've perpetrated. BJU is a symptom of much larger issues that is in all of fundamentalist Christianity. These issues are authoritarianism, narcissism, white supremacy, and Christian supremacy. I realize... Well, those are some serious accusations. To see in a roundabout way... Is this really about Bob Jones? Is, or is this about what they refer to as Christian fundamentalism? Because forget what you call fundamentalism. When you call Christian supremacy, Christianity at its very nature says there's only one true faith. And that's, that's Christianity and our faith in Jesus Christ. There's only one true God. There's only one true word of God. It's the Bible that like Christianity does claim a supremacy. I mean, like there's no way to get around that. I don't know what he means by that phrase, but he's like, so this goes beyond maybe an attack upon Bob Jones. This may go beyond what we could refer to as an attack or a strong disagreement with all of Christianity. So maybe we want to pay a little bit of attention to this. The most powerful thing I could do was leave this abusive system and encourage others to do the same. They would tear us down daily and convince us that we were worthless. But the truth is that a cult is nothing without its followers. Just like a person would leave an abusive partner that won't change Abusive systems that won't change need to be abandoned. I was expelled from BJU in early 2022 for publicly denouncing fundamentalist Christianity and telling my story as a queer person being subjected to years of religious abuse. Universities don't expel students for differing beliefs or views. Cults excommunicate members who disagree with its teachings or doctrines. I was expelled from Bob Jones for denouncing this harmful system. I am grateful that I was given the platform to share my story and reach a wide audience. I tell my story and spread awareness to help other survivors because I did not think I would live 
to tell my story. Sadly, there are countless others who have a story just like mine. I hope this podcast helps you feel seen, heard, and understood. As long as I breathe, I will keep speaking up because I am no longer silenced. I won't be silent about the abusive theology and fundamentalist Christianity. I won't stay silent about the spiritual, psychological, and emotional abuse in this environment. I won't stay silent about the culture of shame, guilt, fear, and control. I won't stay silent about the cult of fundamentalist Christianity. I lost so much when I was excommunicated, but I have gained so much more. Some people love what I do. Some people hate it. And despite what you or how you feel about me, I will keep speaking up. I hope you'll have an open mind and compassionate heart as you digest the information in this series. And also listen to survivors of Bob Jones University. This is Surviving Bob Jones University, a Christian cult, which is a limited podcast by Andrew Pledger. Please subscribe and share this podcast for those who need to hear it. This series is coming in 2023. And there you have it. I have more audio. I have far more audio. I have more, more. They did a lot of promotional audio. They did ever they, they really, in a sense, knocked it out of the park and, and doing all of the things you're supposed to do. They started promoting it with trailers and these little short episodes telling everyone to start writing the reviews. Uh, they, that's how you build the buzz before you ever launch an episode. So they did it the right way. I never do it that way. I'm like, turn on the microphone. Let's go. Boom. I don't care about promotion. I don't care about, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do hours and hours and hours and hours of podcasting. So um, there you have it. Surviving BJU, a Christian cult. Please note, they do not put a question mark. He's asserting dogmatically that it is a cult. He's asserting horrible things have happened there. And the podcast episodes are filled with interviews of former students and faculty. I believe faculty is being interviewed as well, former faculty. And you will have to determine the veracity of what they're being. Really, you're going to be the jury. I mean, because anyone can come on a podcast and make any kind of claim about an institution. Anyone can make any kind of claim. Bob Jones is yet to respond as far as the one news articles that I've read. Maybe they will. And if they do, I want to hear that response. At the same time, though, whether I agree with Andrew Pledger or not, okay, he's a human being. And as Christians, we believe he was created in the image of God. And as Christians, we are to love even our enemy. So I want to be compassionate towards the things that he went through and felt. I may have strong disagreements with maybe his rejection of a theology that I hold. I mean, I'm definitely much more, at least historically, according to historical fundamentalism, not what kind of came after. You go back to the original fundamentalist tenets, theological fundamentalism, not all of the culture wars and a lot of the other issues there, but we could get into all of that. But I want you to at least know the podcast is out there. I want you to go listen to it. I want you to subscribe to it today. Surviving BJU, a Christian cult. Know that it's out there and uh, keep your ears kind of to the ground. And if you hear that there's some rumbling starting because of this podcast and it's becoming a bigger story, well, one, remember where you heard it from, right? You heard about it here. And uh, then we'll kind of follow and see 
where this goes. And if we, if I listen to any of the episodes that I think we need to hear parts of it, we will do, we will review excerpts and review parts of it about it. But uh, it's out there. And uh, I don't know what's going to become of it, but it's out there and you need to know. I, I just think I knew there was more to the story. I knew. And I, again, you just, I, I will stand my ground on this. These schools have rules and you either follow the rules or you don't. And if you don't follow the rules, then whatever the disciplinary actions that are laid out in the handbook. Now, if they're violating the handbook and they're uh, handing out discipline that's not in agreement with the handbook, then the school should be held accountable. But if not, but if some of these things that are being accused have occurred, then they're, they're there's some serious issues that have to be looked at. But I think it goes – to me, it's not about Bob Jones University. I think it's a deeper story. And I think the deeper story is about raising children in a religion. But the children may not actually be believers or believe in the religion. So how much of the religion do you force upon them if they're not even believers? You can teach them about it. You can invite them to it. But how much do you force upon them? And how much of your religious rules become family rules? Because in the kid's mind, they're being punished for not being Christian enough. That is at least something that has to be considered. And why force kids to a religious institution of higher learning when it's obvious the kids don't want to go to the religious school of higher learning? You say, well, because I want my money to go only to that one. They're 18. What you should want right now is just you've done everything you can to teach them and introduce to them to Christianity. At 18, if they've decided they don't want any part of it, well, then help them get the education so that they can pursue a, a life that will be hopefully a good life for them. And you can continue to show love to them and compassion and mercy and maintain a good relationship so that when you are able, you can continue to share Christ with them. Just a thought. All right, you can email me all of your thoughts about this. We didn't get anywhere near as far as I want to. And remember, this was impromptu. So if there was any stumbling over anything and things were not as clear as I would like, I do apologize. But these very like last second impromptu podcasts always aren't perfect, but I like them because they're very real. And we got to hear this in real time and respond to it in real time. And we'll flesh out maybe a more detailed response at a later time. But it's out there, and uh, let's see where this goes. All right. You can email me, newsif, that's India Frank, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Everyone have a wonderful night and a great weekend, and God bless.